Hey, podcast people. Hope you're doing very, very well. Azrin the Language Nerd here. It is currently Saturday night at 11.31 p.m. as I'm recording this, so I hope you are having a great Saturday night or whatever day and time it is for you right now. Wow, that was a very different kind of podcast intro. That's fascinating. <laughs> um, I'm Azrin the Language Nerd. As per usual, you can find me primarily on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube, but also secondarily whenever I feel like posting on TikTok and on Tumblr. The username on all those platforms is exactly the same as usual. It is at polyglotazarin, that is spelled P-O-L-Y-G-L-O-T-A-Z or Z, depending on your country, R-E-N. And welcome to another podcast episode. I'm very excited, as per usual, to be recording this one here. I have a a couple of different things I want to share with you guys. First and foremost, it's a bit of a personal life update. I've realized lately that I'm getting bored. I'm getting bored with the work side of my life because there haven't been a lot of changes. One thing that's interesting about my personality is if things get very consistent and it's the same thing over and over and over and over, I start to get bored and I start to want to do something different or I start to want to switch things up or spice things up or, or throw something in that's not normal, that's not how it's always been. That's something that's always kind of been as a part of my life. So a good example of this is growing up, I used to bounce around different hobbies. I was super into juggling at one point. I was super into magic tricks. Then I was super into playing tennis. I was super into hypnotism as when I was really young. Like I went through different phases where I was extremely interested in in a different kind of skill set or hobby. And I would bounce around. I'd be super into it for two months and then boom, gone. I, I drop it and move on to something different. This was common. Um, and I still kind of carry that a little bit inside. The good news is that now I'm a little bit more mature. And so I'm not like bouncing around jobs all the time. I'm not like completely flaky or anything like that. I'm I'm pretty down to earth. I feel like I'm very, I'm relatively reliable. When I say I'm going to do something, I do it and etc. So that's the good thing. But within my work, you'll notice things are always changing. There's always kind of new things that I'm throwing in and things are always really evolving. It's never kind of the same thing over and over and over and over and over. As a matter of fact, the one piece of, if we look at content, for example, online, the one, I guess, style of content that's been relatively consistent is the podcast. The podcast, yes, is kind of, you you basically most of the time can know what you're gonna expect. It's a similar formula, a similar format. It's the same introduction, you know, the roughly the same length for the podcast. Obviously, there are some exceptions. There are podcast episodes that are different, some that are kind of short, some that I switch up because maybe something interesting happened that I want to express in a different way compared to normal. Maybe I was really angry in the podcast and I just threw something out, something five, six minutes and and stopped recording. So there are exceptions. But again, generally on my content, those things that are always changing. A good way you could look at this is if you scroll through my YouTube videos. It's crazy to see how things are always changing. I'm always switching things up with the content. Like I even mentioned in the last podcast, which ironically might end up getting posted after this podcast. I'm not sure how I'm going to do it, but we'll see. I think I'll post this one after. I'm not sure. Anyway, like on YouTube, I'm doing a lot of very boring live streams right now. Like literally I'm live streaming my mundane day-to-day tasks that not a lot of people watch. I mean, some people do, but 
Not a ton, because it's boring. It's like an hour of me doing administrative work. It's like, what are you doing, Azrin? <laughs> but I want to try something different, right? And it's funny, because if you look at my emotional state the past few days, it's been, uh, it's been like not as super stoked on life as usual. It's been kind of not unhappy. I've been pretty happy, but I, I'm feeling it inside. I'm feeling that restlessness or that boredom or whatever it is like even in this podcast i'm trying to like throw in some different stuff like i'm trying to find a different rhythm like i'm trying to bring a different energy to it like i'm, I'm just desperately trying to find some new goals to try and achieve some new ways to stretch myself some different types of content to make like i'm trying to just switch things up i'm trying to shake things up a little bit and i don't really know how and it's frustrating to be honest it's a little bit frustrating like honestly uh, like a couple of days ago, I was so mad at myself. It really threw my whole day off. Actually, it was yesterday. It threw me off for a few hours. Um, I had decided that I was going to start making and building a community around Latino food, Latino food in Calgary. So Spanish, like like food from South America, Latino kind of countries, build a community around the food of those countries in my city. So my plan was to go to restaurants, check out different places, eat the food, explore. And the logic behind it was to, again, throw something in that's new that kind of brings that excitement back for me and that ties into kind of what I'm doing for work. Because obviously if people are coming for Latino food, they might end up becoming students and that's a good thing and it all kind of ties into each, uh, kind of ties into all each other. But I was so frustrated because I, I spent like two, probably an hour, two hours on getting all the things prepared i called the restaurant i made the reservation i made some a meetup group about it i picked i made a picture for it i wrote the description i made the first event i thought through the event schedule i put them into my calendar i researched french restaurants i was really i was like ready to go and i got everything put in place i started it i made all the reservations i had everything good to go i even made the event schedule everything and i was like damn it i don't want to do it anymore like literally i did it and i flopped completely the other way i was like you know what? This isn't right. This is not something in my gut. I just felt it in my gut, in my heart. I was like, this isn't right. This does not the right call anymore. Before the fact, it felt like the right call. And then it didn't. And I was so mad. So I was like, yes, I found the thing that's going to bring that variety back into my life. But then it wasn't there anymore because I realized it wasn't the right call. And I'm still in, I'm still searching for that thing right now. I'm still searching. Like, what's the new thing? Like, is it, I don't know. Like, one the, the one minor thing I'm flirting with right now, the one minor thing I've kind of thrown in is with, um, I guess you could say expanding my events in a different way. So what I mean by that is right now, it's a very one dimensional kind of event. We have conversation events and we have this languages and beer event. That's kind of all we have. And I was like, it'd be great to add different dimensions. So I found a lady who does Spanish yoga in the city and like leads yoga classes in Spanish. And I thought that'd be cool to add that into my events repertoire. And I thought maybe I can expand in that way. That gives me a new goal to kind of work towards. Like that's a thing I could do. And I, I started that process, but I still, I haven't found the thing. Like, it's kind of like, I think a good way to think about it is when I started this whole language journey, when I started this whole thing, like trying to earn a living for myself within languages, I was at the very beginning. I was at the bottom of the mountain and I was trying to climb this mountain. Obviously right now, I'm nowhere near the top. I'm nowhere near it, right? 
but it's almost like I'm, I'm climbing this hiking trail that has various peaks. It's kind of like if there's five or a hundred or whatever, there's various mountain peaks and you kind of hit these different levels as you're climbing. I feel like I've hit one peak. I have a good, I'm, I'm, I'm flattered by how many podcast listeners there are. I'm flattered by, you know, the Instagram following, the Facebook following. I'm flattered by my the local following in my city. I'm flattered that there's hundreds of people that come to my events every month. I'm flattered, like it's just, I'm flattered. I've got, I'm, I'm flattered that I'm able to have you know, all these students that want to work with me. I'm flattered that sometimes there's too much demand and it's like, wow, how am I going to fit that person in? How am I going to hit their needs? I'm impressed by how how far I've come as a teacher, how I'm better at it now than I used to be. Like it's been a two year, or is it two years? Yeah, about two years roughly. And I'm, I've come a long way, more than two years actually. I've come a long way. It's going really well. I've just started. I've even said that. I've barely started. I'm, I'm, I'm right at the beginning still. And there's so much more to go. But I've, I've almost feel like I've hit this one plateau. And I'm trying to figure out, like I'm almost trying to, I guess what I'm trying to do is identify what is that next place I'm trying to get to? What does that look like? I'm trying to look at where, it's almost like I'm at this plateau but there's 72 different pathways I could take to keep climbing the mountain. And I don't know which pathway I really want to take. I don't know where I want to go. I don't know what strategy I want to pick. I haven't, like, I haven't stumbled across. And so, although I'm still making the podcasts, although I'm still creating content, although I'm making the YouTube videos, which by the way, are are really sliding, like the viewership sliding. And it's kind of in this weird, my YouTube's in this weird kind of limbo, to be honest. And actually, to be really open with you guys, everything is kind of in limbo right now. I, I'm teaching and doing a good job of my teaching, and but everything is like, I, I, I feel like I'm just lacking this purpose. I'm lacking purpose of where are we driving this car? I'm just idly driving forward kind of towards, and it's kind of like if I was trying to go to, you know, if I'm trying to drive from my city to Edmonton, Edmonton is three hours north. Yes, north of Calgary, right, of my city. It's kind of like if I was trying to drive to Edmonton and I decided I'm just going to head north. I'm going to head towards Edmonton. Who knows if I'm on the right road? Who knows if it's the right highway? Who knows if I'm going fast enough to get to the destination on time? Who knows anything? I'm going to drive north and cross my fingers that we're going in the right direction. I feel like that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm going north. I'm going in the right direction towards the general goals, towards the things that I want to accomplish. And I'm going, I'm, I'm moving. There's no doubt. I'm moving forward. Like things are growing. Things are blah, 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 blah. But I haven't found that roadmap that I'm looking for. I haven't, I'm not on the path. Like up until today and not even up until today, up until recent history, like there was a real clear cut. Like I'm working towards this. This is what I want, right? And right now it's kind of like, huh, what does that look like? What's the pathway now? And I've kind of hit this, like I've gone to a point where I never, I didn't know if I'd even get here. I didn't know if I'd even get to this level of success, which is so much lower than what I'm even trying to get to really long-term. But it's kind of, you're in that spot and you're going, well, wow, I made it this far. Like, what do I, like, do I just keep doing the same thing? Is it just rinse and repeat over and over? Like, where's that excitement? Like, it's interesting. It's interesting, interesting kinds of, thoughts that are kind of going through my mind and interesting kind of thought processes. Um, And yeah, it's just, it's just fascinating. 
especially because one thing, I'll be open with you, I haven't talked about this very often, but I'll throw it out right now. One thing I've always thought about, and I've kind of always, it's always been in the zeitgeist, it's always been in my mind, is, hey, let's, the one of the main purposes of this content is that I want to get it to a point where I have an audience where I could actually sell sponsorships on my on my podcast, on my content. I could get a Duolingo. I could get different companies. I could get people that want to sponsor me or sponsor my podcast in some way, shape, or form, right? And it's funny. When I look at the following I have, when I really look at it, when we look at the podcast, we look at my local following, we look at everything I have, it's smaller than a lot of people, which is, there's no doubt about it. But boy, could I sell you something? <laughs> like, boy, if there was, like, I don't know what, if there's a partnership that made sense, like, if there's something, I feel like there's enough, I've given enough, I've given enough to the audience where I could come in and we could kind of switch things up and I could bring the sponsor and we could do different things. But now that it's kind of, that that's becoming in the realm of possibility, my mind's going like, do I want to do that? Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's how I want to make my money. Like, I, I'm pretty happy having no sponsors and, and having a very, um, and not selling anything. Like, I'm, I'm pretty, it feels right at the moment. And it feels so wrong at this point in time to bring in a sponsor in any way, shape, or form, or to sell anything to the audience, or like, it just doesn't feel like, it just doesn't feel right to me right now. And so that it kind of makes me think, like, you know, you're making all this content and you knew from day one that the sponsorships and that kind of avenue is something that you might explore. Something I was actually, to be honest, I was like, I'm going to explore that in my mind. That, that was something that was in my head. But now that it's starting, just starting to become in the realm of maybe making some money off of it, I'm going like, I'm thinking to myself like, huh, do I want to? Is that really what I want to do? Do, or do I want to make my money in a different way? Because I am obsessed. I'm not obsessed, but I am very interested in how I make my money. I'm very interested in that. I'm, I'm interested in how I make my money. I want to be happy with the way that I make my money, right? If I, I, I want that. And if I'm making my money in a way that I'm not happy or not proud of, like that's not, that's not, that's just not good, right? That's just not fantastic. So um, just some interesting thoughts circling through my mind, circling in my dome, you know, circling through the head and a uh, bunch of things on the mind in that, in that kind of respect. And, you know, I don't know if other people go through this kind of experience. I'm not really sure. Maybe this is an Azarin thing. Uh, maybe it's something that happens when you're self-employed. You know, the past couple of days, there's been, there's been some really dark thoughts going through my mind. Um, uh, I was just thinking about like, like, what was I thinking about the other day? I was thinking about, um, <clears throat> I was thinking about, what was it? Oh yeah. Like, just self-doubt like am I really good enough to be able to maintain this am I really good enough do I do I really have the innovative capabilities to navigate navigate the waters of working for myself like is that really what I want to do what if everything crashes and fails and burns like am I going to be able to handle that loss that that setback like is that something that's going to I'm going to be able to do intuitively I feel like yes but you know you doubt yourself and I don't know what it's been the past few days. I've just kind of been having those thoughts and I've had them before and I think they will pass, but it's something that it's something that's there. And I was thinking about this, right? Because uh, 
I was it was funny. I was thinking about how I want I, one thing I believe in, and I could be wrong on this one, but one thing I believe in is putting yourself in a position to succeed. And actually, we can transition this to language learning in a minute. There's something I think we can talk about here, but it's putting yourself in a position to succeed. In my perspective, when you're looking at a work context, I think that matters. So when I look at myself, right, I really excel when I'm working with people. I'm so productive. I work fast. I'm I'm on I'm on point. I'm energized. I don't get tired. Heck, I don't need to eat. I don't need to drink water. Like I just go. I'm just going, and it's like it's just I'm so I'm just like on fire. It's amazing. Um, I love it. Right, and it's good when I have to make podcasts. It's great content creation. Great, I like the talking. I like meeting people. I like messaging. I love replying to your comments and DMs and and like talking to you guys on Skype. Which, by the way, we haven't done many Skype chats in a while. I should uh, hit me up if you want to talk on Skype. We should set something up. I, should, I need to talk to the audience one on one a little bit more. Like all that stuff is just great. It's fantastic. All the people stuff is great. It's why I actually do live streams while I work. I do YouTube live streams while I'm working because. Um, because I, if I feel like there's other people with me and I can work faster. And when you look at other elements of my job, such as the administrative side, the organization side, although I'm quite good at it, I actually learned to be quite strong at it. I'm slow. I don't like it. It drains me. I'm dreading studying for tests tomorrow. Like it's just not fun. I don't like that stuff. Like I'm slow. I take breaks and I hate it. It's like it's not fun. And and I realize like, huh? I like I'm not like if I had someone who did the administrative work, there are people who are much faster at it, who like it more, who could probably do it better than me in less time, who like it, right? Which and then, which leaves me a couple of options: either I hire someone, which is obviously an option, right? It's obviously an option, um, or I work within a company, and I have a role that plays to my strengths, where I don't would I don't deal with the administrative side. And there's more elements. There's more ways to look at that. Like I am not, believe it or not, like and you guys may or not. This might come as a curveball, as a surprise. I'm not someone who has a ton of like. I'm not a visionary. I'm not really a visionary. I'm not a guy who goes, let's build something massive. Let's do this. Let's go. That's not really me. I'm very step by step. I like to I like to work hard. I like to um I like to put in that effort. I like to just work work. I like that. I like to build step by step. One building block then the next building block then the next. And that's not necessarily conducive to making something that's really massive, right? It might make more sense for me to work with someone who's got that visionary, who's got the roadmap, who kind of has the steps, but doesn't have it in them to go and execute a lot of those steps the same way I might like to actually go and execute it, execute it step by step, one thing at a time. So, and it might even be better for me to work with that visionary because for me, when I'm thinking through, like right now, I told you early on, I'm thinking about what's the next step in my process. What am I working towards? Like, what what's the next thing? How do I build there? The visionary might just do it. They might just know, and I don't, right? So they might be able to just be like, "Oh, this is what we got to do," and I go, "Oh yeah, that's right. That sounds right. Great, let's do it." And boom, it just saves time. Then the administrative person's going, "Yep, I'll do the admin. I'll clean up all the mess you guys are making. Like, I'll make sure that's all the T's and I's are dotted." And like, it just might make more sense. Like, it might make more sense for me to work at a company where I'm playing to my strengths. It just might be smarter. 
and I'm thinking these, and this is like a real thought that's crossing my mind, and I've had it before, but it feels heavier in my mind this time than it has in the past. And I'm just wondering, like, what does that, what does that mean? Do I need to find a partner? Do I need to work in a company? Do I have to start looking for jobs? Like, what does that mean right now? Because I think I can make more money faster. I could be happier. I could have a much better life. I could probably have more, weirdly, I could probably work less, make more money, be happier, have work more work-life balance. Actually, no, sorry, let's back this up. I could probably work the same, actually, yeah, this is what it would be. I wouldn't work less because I like to work. I love it. I'd probably work the same amount, but I'd put all of my focus. Yes, this is what it'd be. I'd work my same 60, 50, 60, 70 hours a week. I'd still work it 100% happily, but all of my attention would be going towards the stuff that I'm good at. Instead of doing, you know, 50% of the stuff, 50% of my energy and time on stuff that I love, that I'm good at, and the other 50% on stuff that maybe I don't like as much, or maybe stuff I'm not quite as good at, you know? Um, yeah, like there's something there, and I've got to figure that out. And let's transition this to a language learning thing. I finally found a hook. Fun little fact. Going to this podcast, I had no idea what the language learning hook was going to be, and what tip or what thing I wanted to hit on, but I just stumbled across it, and I think this is a fantastic hook. Language learners, we have to put ourselves in positions to succeed. We must. I had a conversation with someone earlier today and they're asking me about different tips to like learn French and like what what works and asking me a lot of questions about it. We had a really good conversation and it was so funny because we went through so many strategies and so many podcasts and different ideas and going to classes. We really went into it quite deeply and at the end of the, end of the day, I ended up saying, you've got to do what you're actually going to do. You have to pick something that you're going to do. Like I, for example... I would never learn Spanish through dance. Like there's people that I've talked to that that have really picked up a lot of Spanish from from go, from salsa dancing and meeting people in that world and talking to them and they've learned a lot of Spanish that way. Traveling and dancing with people and and drinking, going to bars. They've learned that way. That's something that works for them. They will they will follow through with that strategy. They will do the things that need to happen to learn a language in those kinds of environments. Guess what? I won't I like classes. I like traveling abroad. I like I love music. I love TV. I like YouTube. I like stand-up comedy. I like, you know, I don't I'm not a huge fan of reading. I do read I do some reading, but not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of of study of like teach yourself language courses, though to be fair, I haven't tried them a lot. Maybe I would like them, but I haven't really given them a full effort apart from Yo-Yo Chinese, which as you guys know, I'm going through right now, um, which is by the way, a very good program, I'm liking it. But anyway, um, but even that, like even Yo-Yo Chinese, it's interesting. I'm not even going through it fully, super duper religiously. Like it's not like those, the study yourself things, teach yourself are not things I really super dive into. Like you need to know like what, like you have to put yourself in a position to win, in a position to succeed. You have to. And the biggest challenge is having that self-awareness to figure out what's going to work for you, what's going to not work for you. And I think the only way to really know, and this is with everything in life, heck, this is life as a whole. The only way to know is to try different stuff. How do you know right now that your favorite food is chicken or that your favorite food is steak or that your favorite food is dessert? You love baked goods. You love this, that, the other thing. You've tried a bunch of stuff. How do you know that you have a fear of heights? 
you went up and you were you were scared of heights. Something happened. You were up on the freaking rooftop and you got scared and you realized, oh, I'm I'm afraid of heights. How did you know that you have that allergy? Well, you're walking by a flower, you sniffed it, and you started to sneeze. And then you realize, oh, I'm allergic to flowers, pollen, what the heck is going on? I don't know, right? You, you experience stuff which then teaches you about your learning style, about what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And it's crazy to see that a lot of language learners are looking for that, heck, even experienced people, they're looking for that magic bullet. They're looking for that thing that's going to work. They're looking for the strategy, the thing. They want to like stumble across one. Someone tell me, like literally, I'll give people advice on language learning stuff they could be doing. And I'll tell them something like, hey, like, have you thought about podcasts, listening to podcast to learn French? Have you thought about taking classes, this, that, the other thing? And they'll be like, oh yeah, you know what? I like podcasts. I would love to listen to a podcast. Like what? And they'll start to ask like, what podcast should I be listening to? And now I'm not super well-versed in language learning podcasts. I could be more well-versed. I probably should be actually, but I'll be like, my advice will often be, here's a couple, one, two, three. Here's three that I've heard are good. Okay. And I'll tell them, they'll write them down. But I'll tell them, you should probably go download 10 podcasts, listen to them, and pick one that you like. Because here's the thing, I might pick, I might give you three recommendations, you don't like them, and you're going to think to yourself, oh, I don't like learning through podcasts. That's not true. That's legitimately like saying, oh, I had steak. I didn't like it. I must not like all meat. That's just ridiculous. It's just not true. You can't be like, oh, I had steak, I didn't like it, so meat must be disgusting. No, chicken, there's lamb, there's seafood, there's there's so much. There's so many other foods you could have. There's just so many, like, there's so much. And, and, but people don't want to do the exploration. And by the way, I have empathy for that, I understand. I can't think of any examples right now, but I've definitely been that way in other aspects of life where I'm looking for that magic bullet. But the reality, the truth is that there isn't one magic bullet and you do have to go through that process of exploration. Imagine the first time you try and learn a language, the very first day, you just popped out of your mother's womb. You boop, popped out, boom, there you are. You're a baby. And you're basically going, huh, I want to know the one thing to do that's going to work for me. I'm going to be this big adult with a blah, 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 blah. No, that's not how it works. You have to learn, fail, fall. Like it's a big process. And guess what? Even once you've learned that first language, that first second language, that first foreign language really well, and you've got this good level, here's the thing. You're still a real, you're still a real beginner. You're freaking 12 years old. You're just entering your teenage years. Not even. You haven't learned anything yet. You don't. You just don't know. Like even me. We talked about this, uh, maybe what, 10, 20 podcast episodes ago, how I don't consider myself a language learning expert. I don't feel like I'm an an expert per se, because I I know five languages. Uh, I I can maybe six, depending on how you count, right? But let's say five, five really that I know. Like, that's a lot, more than most people. So I think I have a lot of advice to share because I've really gone through the process. I've studied it. I've thought about it. I have a lot of experience, way more than the average Joe. But guess what? I don't think I'm an expert. I think there's a lot left to learn. There's a lot of stuff I don't know. There's a lot of stuff I'm just getting experience with now. Like I've been working a lot with TPRS, TPRS um, like strategies to teach. I'm pretty novice at those strategies. I'm not that great. I'm actually still learning a lot and realizing the mistakes I'm making and correcting them. I'm still going through the process. And so all this just to say that like, 
You've got to put yourself in a position to, su- to succeed. And the only way to do that is to try a whole bunch of things and realize what's going to work for you, what's going to not. Like if we backtracked what I was saying before, I had the realization of like, oh, I really like working with people and the people stuff I do really good. But the admin side, I'm slow. I don't like it. I'm 26. Today's my birthday, actually. Wait, today's my birthday? Uh, wait. Anyway, we're getting close to my birthday. <laughs> Well, what's the date today? Anyway, we're getting close to my birthday one way or the other. Um, my birthday, by the way, is such a not important day to me. Like literally, like it's such a non-event for me. Like it just doesn't, it's, it's crazy. But anyway, different topic for a different day. But anyway, like I'm realizing this today. And here's the thing that might not even be the big epiphany. I might in three years, I'll be like, oh, it wasn't that I liked working with people and didn't like administrative work. It's that whatever i'll have another epiphany and i'll have more self-awareness and i'll i'll be able to win on a bigger level and in a, in a different and maybe not a bigger level maybe not win bigger but maybe it'll just be have structure my life in a different way that structure my life in a different way that i hadn't thought about before that maybe i'm happier maybe things are a little easier maybe this that the other thing maybe i'm healthier maybe it's this maybe it's just it's this whole process of learning more about ourselves and I just encourage you to do that. Yes, in languages, but just in life in general. I feel like it's a good idea. It's just a good idea. That introspection, the, the self-improvement, all that stuff is just smart. It's just a good idea. And then push you to do that with your language learning and, and, and understand it is a process. And, and you've got to be patient. You've got to try and do stuff that you like. You've got to attack it in a way that's enjoyable, that's fun, that you don't hate, that that's good for you, that you have to do it in that kind of way. And it can't be, I mean, it, it, it can be, but I highly recommend that it's not just this six month stint where you push yourself to try and learn a language. Like that's just not, I don't know, like that's probably not great. I have empathy. There's, there's people that want to move to different countries. You have to pass language tests. There's, there's a lot of elements. I understand that some people are learning languages, not for the sake of learning a language, but they're learning it for some other reason because the language opens a door for them the same way that some people are going into coding right now because there's work in that field and they're like oh i should probably get into it by the way that's another that's another excuse me that's another conversation I, i i do think it's interesting and i don't think i agree with going into a field because that's where the jobs are i'm not sure how i feel about that i'm not sure uh i don't know if i disagree I think I disagree with it, but then again, that could just be my experience. I've always kind of had, um, I've always kind of had this uh, um, tendency to try and create work with the skill sets I have and not necessarily worry about um, the market, what's popular, what's not. I kind of try and forge my own path in a sense, but um, at the same time, I understand that maybe some people kind of need that pathway. Anyway, that's a different conversation for a different day. But at any rate, like, you know, I totally lost my train of thought. What was I saying? Um, you've got to, uh, oh, damn it. I was saying something smart. I don't remember what it was. But anyway, it's just something I, oh, yes, I remember. I do understand there's a lot of people who are learning a language for like to, a purpose to open a door. But man, if you're listening into this podcast, if you're listening to me talk, it's 31 minutes, 25 seconds in, like, that's probably not you. That's probably not, right? And you can't, I don't, I just don't think it's a good idea to be taking that kind of approach with the languages that you're trying to learn. And even, by the way, if you are, right, 
I want to push that patience. I want you to push that patience as much as possible. If you want to write that test in a month and you're like, I want to write that test next month. I want to try and cram for the test and get a really good mark. I challenge you to wait three months. I challenge you to push that back a little bit. I challenge you to, to figure out a way to give yourself more time. More time is better. Patience is better. Less mental stress and giving yourself more, more of a runway is better. It's just better, right? And it allows you to, the more, here's a good way to put it. The more patience you have, right? It's kind of like this, this two different, it's a teeter-totter. It's a balancing beam. You have a double-sided beam here, a double-edged sword. You have on one end what I would call patience, giving yourself a runway and really the more of a runway you give yourself, the better. Like I've got a real long runway. I'm giving myself another 20 years and it's not even really like I don't even care when I hit my goal of speaking eight languages fluently. My estimation is that I'll, I'll hit that goal in 20 years. That's kind of my estimation on it, right? But I don't care if I get there. It's more like before I die, I want to try and get to those eight languages minimum. Um, and so uh, that runway's got to be long. I don't think anyone really has a 20, even a, even me, 20 years. People don't have 20 year runways like that, like that. Not, not most people. So the reason I don't get overly stressed about my language ups and downs is because the runway is so goddamn long. It's so freaking long that like if I have a bad week, a bad day, a bad month, a bad six months, doesn't matter because the runway's freaking life. It's a lifetime runway. It's the day I die. Like that's the runway, right? It's a forever process. And so it, it, it takes that mental stress off. But there's another side as well. It's not just patience. It's not just, oh, I have an infinite runway because that, my friends, leads to procrastination. That leads to, ah, I'll do it tomorrow. Ah, I'll do it tomorrow. And never actually getting around to it and just kind of forever kicking the can down the sidewalk or down the road or whatever the heck that whole expression is. Kicking that ball down the hill or whatever it is, right? It just leads to forever never actually getting around to it. And so on the other end of this, the other end of the equation on this balancing act is to put that freaking discipline in and work, practice, do it. Like write, read, talk, listen do stuff like travel, do stuff, practice, right? You have to do that as well. You have to balance it with both. It's got to happen that way. Otherwise you'll never get there. It's this kind of balancing act. You've got to pull equally from both sides, right? Um, and I think a lot of people are, are not really doing that. Some people are impatient. Some people are patient, but they don't work. Some people aren't patient and they're not working. There's a lot of different elements in play and um, I think I just, I just think that you've got to keep that in mind. Um, and the last thing I'll throw into this whole thing is if you're not engaged and you're not enjoying the process, most of the time you will quit and you're not going to make it to your goal. I cannot stress this enough. And even if you don't quit and even if you do keep going and even if you do get to the goal, it's going to take you way more effort, way more mental effort, way more time. You're not going to learn as fast. And the engagement matters so much. I literally had this conversation with a parent the other day, not that long ago. We're talking about it, the, the, her, the classes with her daughter. I did one daughter I work with uh, private lessons. And I told the mom pretty straight up, like, listen, we, we've got your, your daughter's got to like these classes. She's got to at least be neutral, at least be like neutral towards them and be like, oh, I'm going to English tu tutoring with Azrin or what is it? French, whatever it is. I'm going to tutoring with Azrin. Okay. Eh, not great. Not terrible. Eh, at least get her to eh, 
at least at a bare minimum got to be eh, minimum 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 right um because if it's i don't like it she's not gonna learn she's or she's gonna learn really slowly you're gonna spend more money because you're gonna keep paying me to work with her but she's gonna be working slowly because she hates it or doesn't like it like if she likes it she's gonna work faster even if that means like sometimes with some of the people i work with we look at that one two hours i'm with them there's 15 20 minutes that's quote unquote wasted in that time frame because we use I, i strategically use that time to do something that was nothing to do with the language that we're learning and to do something just to get them engaged again to re get them in or to like have them like the lesson because unconsciously here's the thing if you come to a lesson and we did let's say 40 minutes of language stuff that let's say you didn't really love okay we did 40 45 minutes of language stuff it was okay you didn't love it it was fine but then we spent 15 minutes on something different that kind of i i I strategically blended into the lesson but it was something different that you actually really did like When you walk away, you're not going to realize it, but you're going to think about, oh yeah, I like that class. Why? Because we did something you actually liked, something that had nothing to do with language that you liked, right? And that got you in. I hooked you with that. And so we got that engagement piece is really important too. So it's kind of like three pillars. You've got number one, did you engagement, engagement and enjoyment, right? That's one pillar. Two, patience. You want that long runway as long as possible. Three, the work ethic. You got to get those in. Anyway, it is 12.10 a.m., 12.09 a.m. It's in a 37-minute podcast. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate your attention. We will talk later. Bye for now, guys. See you, or rather, hear you later. You'll hear me later. There we go. Bye for now.